0: Stay tuned now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison. Her guest today is Ms. Carol Everett, founder and CEO of The Heidi Group.
1: Thank you, John. We are delighted to be here in the studio with you today, and it's a wonderful day in Austin, Texas. We're broadcasting today's Christian Talk, 1120, The Bridge, out of Austin, and we're here to talk about how it is that we are given the privilege of love talking and love walking with Jesus every day and every moment of our life. And we have some very special times today planned. And, you know, uh, we're doing a series of love for God and God's love for life. And life is so important. And it's really made important by love. And so we'll be talking about that today with my friend, uh, Carol Everett. Carol is the founder and CEO of the Heidi Group. She is an author of Blood Money, uh, and, um, she's a long, long time friend and fighter for the right to life and, and really has an urgency of being used by the Savior to serve others, and she has written a number of books, but she is a co-author of Praising and Praying Across America, and uh, uh, Praying and Praising Across taxis and so we're going to be talking about some of those things today, but Carol,
2: welcome. This is like Home Week. Yes, it is. Thank you, my friend. It's so wonderful to be with you today.
1: You know, I, I think every day about how blessed I am with the people that, that I love and that love me a little bit.
2: (laughs) You are a blessing, though, to all of us. Well,
1: you're sweet to say that. But, you know, it's um, uh, there are exciting things going on. We're living in a time right now that is very, very treacherous. Uh, Just uh, a few weeks ago, I was involved in preparing for an event, a big event uh, at the hotel, and... Uh, we were there uh, early the night before to prepare. And there was a circus going on in the room where we were going to have the events. Mm-hmm. And there were people walking around, men and women, dressed like animals and dressed like uh, people that, you know, you don't want to spend time mm-hmm. with. I mean, it was just shocking to me, literally shocking to me. And they were supposed to be getting out. And they didn't want to get out, so we could get in. And it was one of those real critical times, and so I just couldn't stand it any longer. We sat there and watched all that for thirty minutes, okay. and finally, this guy came through that looked pretty pretty normal, mm-hmm. because some of them were dressed like animals and some of them had things to up their up their britches in the bath, and he was <laughs> really wild. And so I, I. I said, hello, how are you? Are you busy? What are you doing? And he said, oh, we're, we're wrapping it up. And said, we're having fun. And he went on and talked to other things. And so I said, they had the thing, and it was called Haven, H-A-V-E-N, Haven. And I said, well, what is Haven? And so he told me, he said, uh, it's, it's an organization where we celebrate who we are, regardless of what we are, male or female, or anything else, he said. And I said, oh, okay. And so we carried on a little conversation more. And my husband was over there, and he was giving me that, Evelyn, come here, come here. <laughs> and so I finally said to him, I said, uh, and then he made a, a couple of comments. And I said, what is your purpose for being here? And he said to have fun. And, and then uh, he, I said, well, what does Haven mean? And he said, well, it just means we can be who we want to be. And you know when all this talk went on. And so finally I said, and I began to get a sense about it. And I said, well, you know, uh, we're here tonight because we're going to be talking about heaven tomorrow morning. Mm. And he said, uh, oh. (laughs) I said, well, what are you all teaching? You know, what are you learning to do here? He said, we're learning to protect ourselves against people like you.
2: Oh, my goodness. He said that to you? He said
1: that to me. And my husband nearly had a fit. And so he, I just said, well, thank you. You know, if you <laughs> want to know about heaven, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, ha- we have these experiences in life that sometimes tell us what's going on out there in the world. And <clears throat> I want us to start with that. What are, you know, that's a memory I'll never forget.
2: It was the world. You ran into the world, and we don't see the world like uh-huh. that all the time. What, what, you know, what is it that,
1: that, you know, you, you really love about life, Carol? What is it that makes you jump up and down? Is it encountering people? That,
2: <laughs> <the> no, <generation? laughs> no, I do that enough. It's my family. It's my grandchildren. It's. Uh, it's the people that love me yes. and that I can be myself with, that I have a haven with without saying mm-hmm. I have a haven. Um, you know, I can be who I am with my family, and they can be who they are with me. And do we all agree all the time? No. Uh, actually, one of my grandchildren just put black fingernail polish on her fingers, and I went, oh, my <laughs> goodness, come on. But, you and, know, I can be myself with her, and she knows. And, yeah. And and she, I talked to her because I was worried about it. No, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that she has black fingernail polish on, it, which I hate. But yeah, you, know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you live with a lot of things you
2: don't like. I've exactly. A really long time but ago. I love my family, and I do love my work, and mm-hmm. and I love the Lord. I should put that first. I love the Lord. I love my relationship with the Lord. I mm-hmm. have a sweet relationship with the Lord that uh, I couldn't live without right now. I mean, I need that very badly. I um, and I love my work if I can. Yeah, see a woman being helped—that means a lot. Yeah, you know,
1: you do have to love your life. Yes, because uh, the the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes, yes. And if we don't have the joy of His, of a relationship with Him, there's not much joy in life.
2: No, I remember when I didn't have Him and how miserable I was. Yes. Well, you know,
1: just as there are wonderful things in our life, there are also those things that um, um, that make us uh, stop and think, and sometimes bother us and worry us. And so, what in your life as you look back? I know you've had some wonderful experiences, Carol. You're you're a mighty woman of prayer. You're a mighty woman of of saving lives. And we're going to talk about your industry today, about <clears throat> life. Uh, From the Lord Jesus. What what are some, maybe just one of the biggest regrets of your life?
2: Well, there are many. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I think the one that led to so many others was taking the life of my own child by abortion. And that led me to um, the destructive abortion industry trying to justify it. But, uh, you know, you there are consequences to sin. Right. And you live with those every day. And from time to time, I can't help but think, what would she be? How different would my life be had I not done that? Yeah. And so that's, I think, my major regret. Yeah. Well, you know, when
1: when you come to recognize a mistake mm-hmm. and you begin to believe that god can make a change in your life in the life of others as a result of that that's what parenting is basically you know we can we just smother our children Mm -hmm. but when it comes time to let them go you know we we have established something that's hard to break yes and and in in life i think that is true if we when we have those things that we're either disappointed in or that we're broken by, uh, the, it's hard to walk the joy path when we live with those. But you know, one of the things I do believe, Carol, that God does is He never wastes anything.
2: I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't, you know, in my testimony of this red testimony of, talking about my own abortion and then coming to be part of the abortion industry to sell other women abortions to justify my own i i'm so saddened by that but if i had not had that experience i think i wouldn't be able to um, relate to the women that are th- walking down that path today i am always a little aghast when someone says oh but you wouldn't be who you are without that no i wouldn't but i do regret that mm-hmm. i regret those things sure. and i'm not thankful for those experiences, but I asked the Lord for several things. One, to use those experiences for His glory in some way, and then to save more babies than I ever was part of taking the life of. And uh, it's great joy, of course, to see that. But there's a lot of pain when you think about your past, because mm-hmm. it comes up to bite you all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, uh, in Sunday school, we were doing a book about um, concentric circles and talking about have you talked to, you know, you talked to certain people about Christ, but How many people out there that you know have you not talked to? And I went back to see some of those people from my past. Oh. And it was very interesting to see the way they reacted to me because they know what Mm -hmm. I've done now, what I'm doing now, because I do proclaim the Lord and say abortion is wrong. And uh, uh, I won't say that um, I had a great impact, but I will say that I was able to smile and and tell truth. Mm -hmm. And... uh, that's not comfortable with those people because mm-hmm. just like you in the Haven, they, yeah. they are immediately affected by us and, and actually hate us. But I will say that two of those people, maybe not from the abortion industry, but from other parts of my life, came to Christ. You know, one, just one
1: step at a time is what we do when we love walk with Jesus. Yes. One step at a time. Yes. And true. we have to keep our eyes on him. In our heart, turned to love and loving others. It's like you know, I didn't have any animosity toward that man. You yes. know, it was just a, a, an experience. You know, I, that's what I do is I connect, <laughs> I communicate, and 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 it. Sometimes it's disappointing, but other times I'm the one that learns the lesson. It's not maybe what I've shared with them, but it's what God teaches me as a result of that. Well, We we want to come back and we want to talk about our greatest joys, some of the greatest things in life, Carol, that God has opened up for you and for me and and for women uh, in life to uh, make a difference in the lives of others as we love them and as we, as we uh, walk in life and, and speak life and live life. Let's take our break and we'll be back right after this with Love Talk with Carol Everett.
0: You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend, it's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 888 988 or visit the website... TexasSEO.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar Garage and Body Shop.
3: At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 450 South Congress, North at 8808 Research Boulevard, and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Central Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch.
4: They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs?
0: Let's get back to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest, Carol Everett.
1: This is Evelyn Davison with Love Talk, broadcasting out of the bridge in Lollaston, Texas, and in the studio with one my best friends, it's Miss Carol Everett. And Cara, uh, Carol is with Heidi Group, and I want to know how you uh, changed your ministry. Why did you change it? I mean, why did you name it, Heidi?
2: The name Heidi is named after the child whose life I took by abortion. Um, I perceived that it was a girl. Mm-hmm. And the name Heidi means hidden to really? me. Yes, but it has the derivatives of noble. But to me, it means hidden. She's hidden from the world but alive in my heart. And I think that's where every post abortive woman and man live. We don't think about it every day. But there are consequences, as I said earlier, to that sin and... Um, and that's one of the things. And what I wanted to do was stand for those who couldn't stand for themselves, to be there for those women who needed to make the choice of life mm-hmm. and didn't have a friend and those people who have been hurt by abortion so they could understand that there is hope and healing in Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's the answer for all of it.
1: You know, it's amazing that uh, there are so many women out there that don't understand that
2: concept. You know, we just had this in my family. My daughter's friend... Um, uh, my granddaughter wrote a series of articles that were conservative. Uh-huh. And this friend of my daughter's uh, criticized her and actually told her that she was going to make a donation to Planned Parenthood uh, because of her articles. And my first thought was, that woman is hurt. She's very hurt. Is she hurt by abortion? Uh-huh. You know, you just wonder because we're everywhere and we, we, don't, we deny that pain so long. And I remember denying the pain. So we push it down and hide it, and then it comes out in unexpected ways. Something like that will raise it. Um, but there are, if, if the statistics are true, if over 60 million people have had abortions, that's 60 million men, 60 million women, and they believe abortions are underreported by 50%, we're walking around in a nation of hurt people, and we need to be sensitive to that, or we have the answer.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it is... Um... It is so discouraging uh, to think that women don't know that they don't know that there is help out there. Yes, and um, they take it on as a big, big secret. And sometimes it becomes uh, not just an attitude, but it becomes a way of life. You know, if you don't value your life enough to treasure it, uh, or the life, you cannot value the life of a of an unborn child to an extent uh, that you want to save it. Uh, so there is much, much that needs to be done out there, and I really congratulate you, Carol, on how you do it with the Heidi Group. Thank you. It's with love and, and understanding and help, and, and I know that must be a great joy. What do you think has been the greatest joy? We've talked about the greatest, you know, hurt. What has been the greatest joy?
2: You know, there are two things that bring joy, and. Of course, saving a baby's life is very important. When you know that that mother walked in and she was planning an abortion and you have done a pregnancy test and let her see that it's positive, that you've done a sonogram and she sees that baby on the screen and she doesn't say, my glob of tissue, she says, says, my baby, Mm -hmm. and she chooses life, and then you sit down with her and help her work out a plan for her future. There's great joy in that. But there's also a greater joy, I suppose, when she comes to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because you have that woman on the sonogram table, and she's doing this sonogram. And what better way to talk about Jesus than when you're looking at his creation. And um, that's great joy. You know, that is exciting
1: to me because uh, every day is uh, one step closer to death. Yes. In our life, it's just one step closer to death. For those that don't know the love of the Lord Jesus. Yes. And, and just as sensitive as physical life is, so is our need and our desire to see people have a spiritual life, to know that they are being used by a, a mighty God that loves them, yes. and has a purpose for them. You know, one of the things that just stirs me greatly, in as I read in, in magazines and, and news reports and the articles that I get every day, is how little that, that mindset is given to Islamic women.
2: Oh, goodness gracious. You know, they say that Islamic women are coming to Christ, but uh, it's very hard to break through that. You know, I've tried to share. Yeah with those women when they would come into our clinic. And they are so guarded and so, um, they believe the lie for so long, it's breaking through a huge life.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this is the 244th anniversary of the United States of America. Uh, we'll be celebrating our birthday really quickly. Uh, and, you know, our nation was founded on biblical principles. Uh, when men and women got together to decide how they wanted to rear their children, how they wanted to have life, and when we look at where we are today in america we 're in serious trouble
2: oh yes, I, I mean so, think of all the things we see every day and think we 're stopped we 're suddenly not even thinking about the shootings, like you know the shootings at um the republican baseball field in the same day there were shootings at uh, fedex or something in san francisco and we just we we accept it now maybe we didn't accept the shootings of the congressman but we accepted the, the three dead in san francisco on a workplace in a workplace we're accepting too much as christians
1: you know when you look at that um, it takes more than than just praying for people it takes involvement it takes connection uh what is it that you think that we ordinary, apart from prayer can do or be to those women that you deal with every day out there how is how is it through a governmental process that we can or educational process that we can participate in what you're doing
2: Women are in great need, and they're, I mean, I want you to look around, Evelyn, at the way they dress, the way they take care of themselves. They don't take care of themselves the way we did when we were growing up. You know, we were taught to dress and dresses and mm-hmm. and to wear gloves. Yes, wear gloves and be modest, and that's gone. And so these women need love because, first of all, they've not been parented, so they don't know how to parent. So they need help in walking through when this baby is born. They need help in finding a job. They've been told they can't find a job, or they've been, the minute someone sees them, they say, okay, let's sign you up for Medicaid or let's sign you up for Mm -hmm. some program. Instead of that, we need to say, how can we help you find a job? We need to open our doors and our businesses and say, hey, I can employ one of those women. She might not be the best. She might not be the level that I could employ if I wanted, but let me help her up. Let me give her a helping hand to help her. That's really something that's very important. And then, of course, we need to get them in church. We need to encourage them and ask them to come to church and pick them up and bring them and take them to lunch and do things that they don't do. I mean, you know, you and I go to church every Sunday, and what do we do after church? We go out to have a meal. They can't do that, so take them with you. We just need to reach out and say, I'm here and I love you and I care. And we need to volunteer. You know, we Mm -hmm. need volunteers. We have 25 facilities in the state of Texas right now working to help women with low-income women with health care. We can only do so much if we don't have that volunteer to take her hand and move her forward. She doesn't have a... a, When she has that baby, if she doesn't stay with us through the program, she doesn't have a car seat to take that baby home. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are just so many ways that we can help her. Help herself to a better life and her baby.
1: You know, it's it's headline news these days. Um, Texas has just gone through um, a legislative session, and there were many issues that were not settled. Uh, and in the pro- for the process currently is the second uh, session. Uh, what is it that we need to do in regard to uh, the process of governmental? intervention in, in the life of people like you Carol. I know just recent, well, what was it uh, two years ago you get this major? Uh, you made application for a major grant. Let's talk about that grant and how that uh, is important because it comes uh, from people that really care.
2: Texas is very unusual because uh, everyone at the top of Texas is uh, conservative and probably a Christian. You know all the elected leaders, and um, I applied for money that would have gone to Planned Parenthood. In any other circumstance, now in Texas they can't receive money if they are an abortion provider or affiliate of an abortion provider. So here was this money. There's 240.1 million at each biennium for health care for low-income women. So, you know why not engage as a Christian and why not get involved and why not offer health care? from a Christian perspective. And, you know, the funny thing about it is all the people that signed up with us were are Christians because uh, I, I don't think people really want to help people if they're not Christians. I, I mean, they want to take the money and go on. Anyway, uh, we have had an incredible opportunity. Of course, uh, I was attacked day one. It's mm-hmm. been audited, attacked, uh, uh, all kinds of they're looking for. It's everything I've ever Mm -hmm. done. They're doing open records requests on things that have nothing to do with this. They're trying to prove that I'm a radical pro-lifer, and I hope they're going to be able to do that.
1: (laughs) I'll help you with that. (laughs)
2: Yes. But the thing that I've found in these women is the women are so hurt, and the women are so needy, Mm -hmm. and the women are so sick. You know, we found one woman Mm -hmm. with a bleeding breast who had been bleeding for Mm -hmm. two years, but she didn't think she could ever get health care. many diabetics. It's just scary what the diabetic numbers are among these young women. And these are young women, uh, high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. We found another hep C patient. In one clinic, we've had three cervical cancers. So we're finding very sick women who need health care. And our providers, I think, are a little different in that they really work. They work hard. I got a call yesterday saying, this woman needs $800 of medication. The program's not going to pay for that. Where can I get it? Well... We've worked on that. We know how to help her get mm-hmm. the medication she needs. And so uh, I hope we're pro- different and our providers are different and we're really working hard to help them. It has not been an easy. I've been in this for over 30 years, Evelyn. I have never. I thought I'd been under attack before. I didn't know what attack was. But the funny thing about it is greater is he is in me than he is in mm-hmm. the world. And what they say is it's the same thing I see them doing on a national level. If they say something long enough, Someone will believe it. And they're saying, we can't do the program. They don't have the numbers. They don't know what we're doing. There are no statistics out. How how can they keep saying that? But they say it. And, yes, I had a reporter grab me. I, I, all kind, uh, one person ran in our office and ran to the back. Uh, uh, it's just been very interesting. But it's been very wonderful to see these women get real health care and be able to really get. That woman with the bleeding breast was healed in about three weeks. You know, that's an an amazing story. Yes, an infection.
1: And we want to tell that story. We want people to know there are things that God is providing, Heidi Group is providing, that can Mm. make a difference in their life. We need to take our break. Let's do that. Can we come back? I want us to talk about where we are in the state of Texas right now in regard to... The ministry that you have, but more than anything, the plan to save the lives of babies. right after this, stay with us.
0: Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn,
3: pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel O'Clue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. And come see us.
5: Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullitt Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, called Good News Journal at 249 The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
0: more love talk right now with evelyn davison and carol everett thank you
1: to all those wonderful sponsors that make it possible for us to be here on love talk uh in the studio with me today is my good friend uh, carol everett with heidi group and carol and i have uh prayed together and loved together and lived life together for a long long time and in fact this is um in just a few weeks, Carol will be celebrating our 33rd anniversary.
2: for love talk. Oh, that's wonderful! Congratulations! Boy. And I love to talk to you. You, <laughs> I love to talk to you. And you prayed for my first grandchild in Utah. I right know. Yes, yes, we have quite a history. Yes, but you know, when you look at our life, it's so
1: different from that that's in the world out there in Texas, uh, with. Um, the right with a war going on on life. There is a war going on.
2: Yes, there is a huge war going on in life. It's, you know, uh, it's so easy to say that abortion is the answer and just take care of it and wipe it out, but you can't wipe out a pregnancy. You're a mother once you are pregnant, and so. What we're finding is that the war continues, but there are so many people who are willing to get into the war. And Texas has been one of those states leading the nation in saying in uh, life-affirming policies. For instance, they give $9 million a year in Texas to our pregnancy centers, to our pregnancy resource centers. And that's just a drop in the bucket when you think about there being 183 of them. But Texas is saying, I affirm life. Mm -hmm. and they've taken abortion providers and affiliates out of the low-income health care for women, and um, in many ways, that's just leading the nation, and of course, HB2 was a leader, but now our legislators are a little concerned and, you know, because it fell before the Supreme Court, they're not really doing any of those things, but other states are. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, Missouri just had a special session to address uh, regulating the abortion clinics, and several other states are doing things we can't, but we see that people care about life, and those people are finally standing up. And it's wonderful if you think about 183 life-affirming pregnancy centers in the state of Texas, and if they all just see a 1,000, and most of them see more than that. You know, a huge number of women are walking through the doors and um, hearing the message of, of life and of Jesus. Mm-hmm. When you think
1: about that little uh, young woman out there uh, that uh, has made a mistake, mm-hmm. uh, just it just breaks your heart to think that there is no encouragement for them in the community of life to um, to give life. You know, it's it's just like a, a abortion is
2: the answer, the only yes. answer. Yes, I, but think back when we were growing up. You know, if a woman got pregnant, you had a fast wedding, mm-hmm. and the baby came earlier, she disappeared into a maternity home makes no difference life was affirmed you didn't think about an abortion mm-hmm. that's, that's not something you thought about i'm sure it was out there but mm-hmm. you know we and today abortion is so readily available and even the men think oh this is not out for me mm-hmm. so everybody's pushing that poor girl not and she may have that instinct about knowing it's life but she has so many outside influences telling her that abortion is the answer and that's the problem
1: what is it that we can do to help you? I want that, and I want you to give us information now on how to get in touch with you. What is it that we can do to help Heidi Group?
2: You can contact the Heidi Group at HeidiGroup.org, heidigrou porg or you can call us at 512-255-2088, and right now we are working to purchase two mobile medical units so we can more readily touch those people that are untouched today. And uh, there are a lot in this state. And there's always the question of someone being here illegally, but if they're here illegally, uh, if they're sick, we need to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Texas does have programs for that, which is unusual in itself. So we really want to purchase these two medical units so we can go into areas that we that will, they will not come out from. Can you describe for me a normal day in one of the clinics,
1: the women's clinics, maybe down in South Texas? Uh,
2: The South Texas clinics are very unusual. First of all, they speak fluent Spanish everywhere. Uh I love to be in those clinics. They're very fast moving. But what happens is the waiting room fills up about 30 minutes before they start seeing patients because they feel safe there and they come in and they sit there. And then, of course, they're called back in the order in which they come in. And uh, they see, most of the time, they see a mid-level provider, such as a physician's assistant or a nurse practitioner, not a doctor, although we do have one OBGN working with us. And so um, they are treated with dignity and respect. Their blood is drawn. They have their exam. And then they will be appointed to come back in a week or so for the results of their lab. If they're pregnant. They will probably, if they're not a citizen, they will sign up for chip perin which is a program that states this state provides to take care of the baby, not the mother, while she's pregnant. So that's one of those nuances that you go, okay, they're taking care of the baby, but they're not taking care of the mother. Anyway, it's there, and it stops the gestational diabetes and other things. And if, she's, um, if she has other issues, they're dealt with. And the thing I like about our providers is I really believe they talk to the women more then, um, I don't know, I can't really compare, but I go to the doctor and I don't get talked to that way, so I think... <laughs> <laughs> that was much you mean. And so then they they clear out the uh, room before lunch, and at 1 o'clock it starts all over. It's um, It's a crazy thing that they all know where they can get care and get the right kind of care, and they come. What is it
1: that the general public can do to help you?
2: Oh, goodness. Well, I want prayer, first of all. I want prayer. And I want people to understand that uh, I heard someone, I heard Kellyanne Conway say something that really resonated with me. She said, you know, when you're on television or you write a newspaper article, you do not take an oath on the Bible to tell the truth. And what I read about myself is so far from truth. Just call me... Uh, Email a Heidi group. Let's talk if you hear one of those lies because they're in every paper and they're everywhere talking about what we can't do. But I really think that prayer is the answer to that. And, you know, you can always call and line yourself up with one of our providers to help them. Or, you know, you can donate money, too. Of course, we're ready to buy these two vans and Mm -hmm. these two mobile units. So we're going to be looking for a little bit of money. So. We're excited about that, though. We've been praying about it for some time and found another ministry that had two vans they'd been praying about getting rid of. Isn't that interesting?
1: You know, that it, the Lord prepares before we even know we need it sometimes. Yes. sometimes. Yes, and then there are other times He makes us wait. Yes. The waiting room of life is very difficult. Uh, in our new book, Praising and Praying Across America, uh, Brian Allred, who's with Franklin Graham's uh, team, uh, and we, we're so excited about the plans we have for the fall for, for, for October uh, to do that again with Franklin. Uh, he, he is um, a young man, has three children, and he gets so excited uh, just talking to people. We've been working some on that the last couple of weeks, and I was uh, talking to him about uh, New Mexico, Uh, New Mexico has the highest murder rate in the nation.
2: Little bitty state. I didn't realize that. And the terror there is terrible. But they also have an abortion clinic that goes farther into pregnancy than any other I know of. And you can get Medicaid to pay for an abortion up to $10,000 That's what he said. Yes.
1: So, you know, here we are sitting in Austin, Texas, a beautiful city in America. And we don't think much about what's going on in New Mexico or what's going on in in Mississippi.
2: No. Uh, Texas
1: is leading, I do believe, leading the nation in life
2: care. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, There's no question because what we offer a well woman exam under uh, the Healthy Texas Women Program is unparalleled. I mean, you know, if this woman has a problem, we're going to take care of her throughout, no matter what. And everyone else has a limit. And before, we had a limit. We could only spend like $250 on her. So now, if she needs health care, she's going to get it. She's going to be taken care of. And they have more than one program that cares for her. And we have programs that care for men. And we have programs that care for diabetics. And actually, all sorts of illnesses are taken care of in this state. And the interesting thing is not just the state, but then you have um, foundations that say, okay, if you get this person fits this demographic and you need help, call us and we'll take care of her. Yesterday, that's what happened with the uh, $800 for the woman who needed medication. we got a foundation to step in.
1: Carol, how do you let
2: people know that?
1: Have, you know, we
2: we can't get anything positive in, in the news other than good news journal. Yeah. yeah, so you can read the good news. Well, they say, you know, no one can do this for Planned Parenthood. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood never did this. They didn't do what we're doing. They didn't take care of the women. They gave them birth control and sent them away. But that's not our answer. Our answer is real health care. And uh, there's a lot of it in Texas. A lot of it in Texas. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Life-affirming health care. Life-affirming. hmm
1: and that's not just the life of, of the would be mother, but it's the life of the should be baby,
2: right? The baby, and even the father, yes. They're programmed. One of the things that bothers me the most is the, uh, the incidence of sexually transmitted disease. Mm-hmm. Sexually transmitted infections, sexually transmitted diseases. We even have two names for them now. And I am shocked at the level. And, you know, then you've got. The husband, who may be having sex with another woman, Mm -hmm. and he brings this in, and the woman goes to the doctor and finds out. And then you literally, in the room, you see the explosion when he's sitting there with her sick. And and she is told that she has a sexually transmitted disease. And she says, I didn't have sex with anybody but you, and slaps him, which is, (laughs) very very... I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I don't (laughs) either, but, you know, it's very interesting. You know, we do see the whole dynamic. And and so... um, We have unprecedented levels of sexually transmitted diseases in Texas, and and it's not just Texas, it's everywhere. But we have a high level of teen pregnancies, and many of them choose life. Thank you, Lord.
1: You know, that is so exciting to me to just know that there is this way out, and the way out is the way up, and that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. Right after this, stay with us for Love talk.
4: Tim Smith Landscaping, wow. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
0: Coming up, one more segment of Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest, Carol Everett.
1: Thank you again to all those wonderful sponsors. Uh, It is just so exciting to me uh, as we have opportunities to talk to women of faith across this nation and across the great state of Texas, with, and especially today with my good friend, Carol Avery, who's with Heidi Group. And when you look at where we are right now, uh, Carol, we need strong women like you. We need strong women. Yes, we do. Women that will stand up and say, I made a mistake, but I, I, I am not going to live it. Yes. I want to live in victory. I want to live... You know, you remind me so much of Queen Esther. Oh, my God! Do you remember Queen Esther's story? She was Jewish, but she had married a Gentile, and he was he was the king. Yes. And the king had many wives in those days. Yes. You know, I don't know how restrictive uh, their nighttime was, but uh, <laughs> that's something I shouldn't say. Do you? Well, you do wonder, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Something happened. She, Mordecai was her uh, relative and mm-hmm. her advisor uh, because she she was Jewish and she mm-hmm. practiced her her faith. And uh, there was a, a bad man in the in the picture, and he got to the king and said, "You need to kill all the Jews."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You remember this story? Yes, I do.
2: Yes, yes.
1: And so Mordecai went to Haman. Haman. Mm-hmm. And said, uh, This is going to happen, and you got to stop it.
2: Can you imagine how she felt? She
1: desperate.
2: Felt desperate, and I'm certain she felt so ineffective. Thought, This can't be on me. Because if she went to the
1: king without him calling her, it was a death penalty. She could be beheaded. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, that is a trap. I mean, that is a story right out of God's Word. hmm. Uh, and it means this, that we may be serving, you know, in a place uh, in ways that really honor God. Uh, he puts us there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But we have really got connect- have to stay connected with him. we got to pray. And what she did is she painted... And she prayed, and she powdered three days to get beautiful enough to go into the king. And, of course, uh, you know, the story ended successfully. The king believed her, and and all the proof was there and everything. But, you know, that's what I think God's looking for today in our nation is women like Carol Everett.
2: Oh, you're kind. You're too kind. I think he's looking for women like Evelyn Davidson.
1: Well, I'll tell you, uh, I'm looking for him. (laughs) You know, when I, when I think about my life, and, uh, it started in a time of great terror for me, uh, because as a child, um, I had major disability. I, I stuttered. They cut my tongue twice trying to stop it. Uh, in all my years, I'm dyslexic and see things backwards sometimes. But, uh, you know, God used that. Yes. Mightily. He has made me depend on him. He's caused me. And when I think about the opportunities we as women have today.
2: Oh, yes, that we, a few years ago, just a few years, in our lifetime, women yeah. didn't have. Yes. Yeah. I want
1: us to uh, talk to that young girl out there that uh, doesn't know the Lord but has made this mistake in life. And, you know, I think all of us are are going to make one kind of mistake, big, big mistake in life. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes yes. it's because we don't get educated. Sometimes it's, you know, just other things. But none of us, including Evan Davidson, are perfect. No, that's true. So what is the real life plan that we have to operate by today in in regard to the love of the Lord Jesus.
2: Well, I think you've said it. It's staying connected to him. It's understanding how he loves us. I think that's a big motivating factor in all of our lives. If we don't understand that he loves us, and he loves us just as we are, even with all those mistakes and all those bad black marks in our life. He loves us, and he has a plan for us. And um, my favorite scripture is Isaiah 41, 9 through 16. And it says, I took you from the ends of the earth, and I called you from the ends of the earth, depending on which translation you're reading. And that speaks to me. And it says, do not fear. I'm paraphrasing a lot of it here. But do not fear. I will oppose you with my righteous right hand. That just tells me, you know, if you look at all the scriptures and all the promise in scriptures that he has a plan for us he has a bigger plan than we have and if we rely on him he'll do that and I think that connection to him is is the biggest thing for me I have to have that Mm -hmm. connection or I can tell you if I get up and leave the house without a quiet time I can tell you what it's going to be a tough day Mm -hmm. and um, I think that understanding that we have great opportunities as women as people as his people and um, you know we say okay so what kind of opportunity do you have well you have an opportunity to help other people. He doesn't put you there to help yourself. He puts you there to help other people. And, um, you know, I am I have a lot more fun serving some people than I do others, I will tell you. We that. all do. <laughs> yes. Some are not as easy to serve as others. But, you know, if I honor what he asked me to do in that, I have great joy in that. And the other thing is that other women, or we can help other women see what he has for them. Because... That young woman in an unplanned pregnancy today is scared. Mm -hmm. And she's been told that an unplanned pregnancy would destroy her life. Everything about her, her parents, her boyfriend, everybody tells her what an unplanned pregnancy is going to do to her. And actually, she's pretty selfish. She's not really thinking about that baby because she's thinking about herself. So if we can identify with her that God has given her an opportunity and she has a great blessing. And the thing I like to do with those young women is actually get them to identify with the baby. God, he's already sent you a message. Oh. You know you're pregnant because of these things in your life, in your body. And this is your baby. And if you can get her to a sonogram machine, and let her see that baby. Mm-hmm. You have a huge, you have a much better chance of saving that baby's life. And then just tell her what's available for her. And I'd like for our churches to be bigger hospitals to those women. I'd like for them to reach out more to those women. I think women are one of the greatest ministry causes in our mm-hmm. nation today. And, you know, less and less marriage, less and less the covering of the man that God intended you to have. So we have a great job to take care and reach out to those women.
1: One of the things that that I think that we can learn from Esther is it takes courage.
2: Yes, it does take courage. Now, we're not going to be beheaded, Mm -hmm. but it does take courage to get up and go do it every day. And to step into the arenas that are a little frightening.
1: Because being conservative, being life-giving today is not uh, the main highway in, in, in America. Uh, it's the highway to death. Yes, it is. And we cannot be responsible for that. Uh, we've got to get involved. Mm-hmm. So tell us again how they can get in touch with you and, and um, uh, anything else that's on your heart.
2: Call the Heidi Group, 512-255-2088, 512-255-2088. Or you can email us at info at HeidiGroup.org, or you can go to our website, Heidi HeidiGroup, dot Let us know what you're thinking, but mainly we'd really like your prayer. And if you can volunteer, we would love for you to volunteer. We have many opportunities all over the state, from the valley. To Amarillo, we have opportunities for you to volunteer and help women and help men.
1: Thank you, Carol. You have written uh, a chapter in our new book, Praising mm-hmm. and Praying Across America. You wrote one in praying and praying, praying and praising across Texas. And our legislators were given a copy of that book. And they are, those that are participating, uh, are still in the 90-day format. Mm-hmm. You Pray 49 days uh, for one word. All over America, we're doing this, and we're doing it now uh, to the extent that we are going. We have a plan to go to Washington, D.C., and, and visit with the legislators and those type of things. We would ask you uh, in our audience to pray with us about that. That's a very crucial initiative that we have. Prayer is important.
2: Prayer is the answer mm-hmm. to all of these things, and it's very important. Yeah. And, and we've got to know that it's personal prayer too. Yeah, it's not just Evelyn Davidson praying; it's all of us. Mm, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I pray a lot, but my husband prays more than I do because he 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 can his his concerns are bigger than mine in regard to life. You know, he has so many more responsibilities <laughs> than I actually have, uh, and it to me it's very amusing. Uh, but I I take. There is no way in this world that I could do what I do without Van Davisen.
2: Well, God knew what you needed. And, and he it, brought you that life partner that helped me for both of you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, that's what we all need is we need a life partner. And that's what Jesus Christ is. Yes. And I would say to you today, of her skin. I want to thank you for coming. And I want, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some specifics uh, in the next couple of weeks about what's going on and what we can do to be involved in that. But I would say to you who are listening today, uh, you can be a woman like Esther, uh, or you can be a, a, a man like the king. Listen to Godly advice. And so if you're a young woman out there and you've got an issue, get in touch with Carol. If, if you forget everything else, just type in Heidi Group, and it'll come up with the help that you need. But the major help you need is when you call upon the Lord Jesus and ask him to take control of your life. And you do that by affirming that you need him, that you want him, and that you will love him because he loves you. And if you do that, uh, give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535. We will be happy to send you some helps and send you a free Bible. And uh, we want, want you to know that this is a wonderful time in your life. Whether you are a Christian and God's calling you to go out there and serve. Or you are a discoverer, one that's looking for the answers to the issues of life. Don't let this day pass by that you don't call upon him. Learn better how to love walk and love talk with God. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again in Love Talk. Later.
2: My friends, this is Kathy Underbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression, have rebellious kids, or or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on Shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with.
0: You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition well Texas SEO is a Christian based online marketing company and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever evolving digital landscape to schedule your free consultation and digital analysis call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website TexasSEO.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position.